0: All right, dads, I have an awesome guest to bring you guys today. David Harris Jr. is a successful entrepreneur and founder of Uncorked Health and Wellness. He is also a very popular YouTuber and podcaster who hosts the David J. Harris Jr. Show, where he discusses politics, current events, and much more. His book, Why I Couldn't Stay Silent, One Man's Battle as a Black Conservative, captures his journey, and you can hit the link in my show notes below to grab yourself a copy. David Harris Jr. will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. All right, and I understand that many of you guys out there may normally listen to the show during your morning commute. You may be home today. All four of my kids will be home from school for at least two weeks here, so it presents an interesting challenge for myself, as I know it does for many of you parents out there. I think the best we could do as we wait out this whole coronavirus pandemic is just try to set a schedule and stick to it. The show will continue to go on here at First Class Fatherhood. So if you're getting a little bit tired of all the pandemic news, and since there's no sports going on at the moment, lock it into First Class Fatherhood. I have some very exciting guests coming your way on the podcast. In fact, Wednesday, Active Duty Special Forces Green Beret Tim Kennedy will be here with me is also a professional ufc fighter and he is about as badass as they come he is also an extremely loving father i'm a huge fan of his so it was so cool to speak with him don't miss out on that coming wednesday And Friday, we're going to go from the Green Berets to the Navy Seals with a fresh Frogman Friday edition of First Class Fatherhood. Brian Doherty served six years with the SEAL teams. He is now an entrepreneur and a watchmaker who owns the Declan James Watch Company, a company which he named after his son. Don't miss out on that one. And next week, the lineup is going to be banging as well. Lock it into my Instagram account at Alec underscore Lace for all the upcoming announcements. Today's interview, as well as the rest of the interviews this week, were recorded on video and will be available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So please go subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. And as always, please help me spread the word about this podcast to every father that's in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that celebrates fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day. Right here with me, and I'm going to be right back with David J. Harris Jr. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, the summer will be here before you know it. Are you serious about turning your dad bod into a beach bod? Well, former Navy SEAL and professional MMA fighter Mitch Aguiar has designed the products to help you smash your goal. Smash and Greens are an extremely nutrient-dense blend of organic superfoods with no fillers. They are designed to be taken as a daily supplement or as a complete meal replacement. All ingredients were chosen to specifically curb your hunger, maximize your energy, clear your skin, and burn fat. Visit MassiveSupplements.com or hit the link in the show notes and check out all available products, including plant-based multivitamins, smash and Beans Organic Coffee, Protein Shakes, Power Creatine, and more. Smash your greens. Visit MassiveSupplements.com. That's M-A-S-F-Supplements.com. Joining me now, First Class Father, David Harris Jr. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood.
1: Absolutely a pleasure to be with you today, Alec. Thank you so much.
0: All right, let's start right here. How many kids do you have and how old are they?
1: I have two daughters. Uh, they're 22 and the oldest will be 24 this next month of April.
0: Very cool. What type of uh, sports or activities were they into growing up? They love
1: to dance. So they did some of the other things like soccer and whatnot, but they really excelled in dance. So we were part of the parents that uh, drove all around the state of California. when We, we lived in California when they were raised. And uh, went to all the dance competitions, and, and uh, it was always fun and always long weekends. Uh, you know, missing this. Oh my, you know, little girls. Oh, I can't find this. I can't find that. Having to make sure that their hair's done up perfectly. Uh, it was always definitely a blessing that my wife was able to travel all the time. She was actually able to stay home from work uh, for to ra- help raise the kids. So I think that was a real crucial and elemental part of uh, helping raise such amazing young young ladies.
0: Yeah, good stuff. And David, if you could just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. So
1: my background has been in uh, direct sales and entrepreneurship. I started my first company when I was 20 years old. Uh, My wife and I started a health and wellness supplement company, a lifestyle brand company about almost seven years ago. It's called uncorkedliving.com. And uh, so I've been an entrepreneur pretty much my entire life. Um, I started to get more into the social media scene when uh, the debates were going on between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. And I just couldn't stay silent as far as what I felt was uh, at stake for our country. And uh, why I wanted to uh, show my support for a president or person that was going to become president uh, was majorly because of his stance on the pro-life issue. I'm very pro-life. My wife actually found out when um, her mother was on hospice about to leave this earth, which she did. Uh, She lost that battle with cancer, but she found out that her mom at the last minute had left the abortion clinic and decided to have her. So I wouldn't have my wife. We wouldn't have our two amazing, beautiful daughters had her mother not chose at the last minute to have life and give this baby a shot. Uh, So I'm very passionate about about being pro-life. And because of that, I'm very passionate about what I've seen this president do so far for the pro-life movement. I I truly believe he's the most pro-life president that we've ever had. And uh, it's been an honor to uh, support him. I wrote a book called Why I Couldn't Stay Silent. the kind of uh, documents and accounts my rise in social media to the uh, the platform that I have right now. And uh, I'm on Black Voices for Trump because uh, that's uh, a part of the campaign that uh, I'm honored to be a part of. And I'm also a fellow of the Falkirk Center, which was a uh, center put together by Jerry Falwell Jr. and Charlie Kirk um, for believers that have a good, strong understanding of biblical foundations to actually have a more of a spotlighted media and try to combat the rise of socialism beliefs in the church because it is a rising a uh, growing trend um, and it's unfortunate so i've got my hands in quite a few things but uh, i speak i travel all over the country and uh, i love nothing more though than to see somebody focusing on family uh, family values in the family unit because i truly believe that that's where everything starts yeah, well said,
0: David. And I, I love and respect what you do. And I think your voice is so necessary, especially right now. And, and with the family, I know that there's a real big fatherless crisis going on in our country. And in my opinion, I think that's really uh, the greatest crisis we have right now. And if we could just kind of get our family units back together and get our family values more prioritized, I think most of the problems that we're seeing here would start to go away. Yes. Um, and hundred uh, percent agree. Yeah, and you know what? And going back to about how old were you when you first became a dad, and how did becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life?
1: Um, I was 20, actually, when we had our first daughter, and then uh, 22 when we had our second daughter. And it changes everything. I mean, you know, when you've when you've helped to create a person that comes into this earth that you're responsible for, you know, that uh, that depends on you, that is you know, in their infancy and even throughout most of their adult years, you know, you're, it's you're, you're tasked with the protection uh, and the growing and the, and, the, and the concern of how that child is going to develop. And uh, so I did a lot of praying, brother. I remember when I first, when they were little babies, uh, especially both my, both my daughters, but when they were babies, um, I, I would work long hours in the day and I'd come home and I'd pull them out of their cribs and I would just, uh, I would just hold them. And I would just pray to God, God, make me a good father, make me a good father, make me a good father. And I remember I remember one time he spoke really loud to me. It wasn't audible or anything, but I heard I heard him say, you be a good son and and being a good son, you'll be a good father. And that impacted me a lot because it's a relational thing then that I believe that if we have that relationship with God, then it's able to and easier to translate into, into relationship with our kids uh, but it is all about a relationship and uh, building, nurturing, cultivating a relationship with your kids that uh, where, where they want to listen to you, you know, where they where they feel strength and courage to grow and to step, you know, uh, to step into who they're becoming as as individuals. Um, but yet they also understand the uh, the need for for a good moral compass. They have a good moral compass and and understand the need for God in their life. So uh, having having children will definitely change your life. Uh, it'll expand you. It'll uh, it'll um, definitely test the boundaries of uh, of your own individuality as far as uh, your own personhood uh, and your own character. But it strengthens you. It's designed to strengthen you. And it's definitely one of the best and greatest blessings I've ever had um, in my life.
0: Yeah, good stuff, David. And I'm right there with you. Uh, I'm, I'm a very faith based person. Uh, I keep God first in my life. And that's another thing that's been removed uh, from so much of our society, especially our school yeah. system. And I think that's something that, you know, hopefully we can work to getting back as well. And right yes. now, listen, you're into the health and wellness game. And that's kind of on everybody's mind right now with the latest world ending disaster here, the coronavirus. Right. Um, yeah. what, what are some tips for you got for um, moms and dads out there to keep their children healthy and especially building
1: up their immune systems? Well, you know, for kids, one of the biggest things, obviously, that we've been hearing nonstop is, you know, teach them and show them to wash their hands constantly and try to keep their hands away from their face. As far as building up their immune system, you know, good vitamin C that's going to have good absorption in their body. Uh, vitamin C is just one of those great old uh, old uh, uh, ingredients, one of those great uh, things that we can consume on a regular basis that you can't really consume too much of. That does build up the the uh, the immune system. Echinacea is also a really powerful one to do that. Garlic is also a powerful one to do that. So the stronger the immune system is, then the more likely that if somebody does. Uh, Contract the virus, that it's uh, it's just going to pass. It's 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 not going to have damage, uh, long-term damage or or effects to the individual. So definitely, all those things put together um, is is a plus for that. And I I actually have a a multi-mineral, multivitamin supplement called Revive that helps to build your body at a cellular level from uh, the inside out, and uh, it gives your body almost everything else it needs, mineral-wise, vitamin-wise. Um, so I promote that on my website as well. I've been talking to my, my viewers and listeners, uh, about why I use that and that I'd use it every single day.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, David. And and you know what, I know there's so many, uh, different varieties in the supplement world that are out there. So it's kind of hard to know which ones, uh, are are the, provide the best benefit to us. Are there any supplements that are out there that we should be avoiding, that we should be looking for, that we shouldn't be, uh, taking or, you know, offering to our kids?
1: Well, I can't really get into specifics on brand um, for legality issues, but what I can tell you is that anytime you're taking a, uh, any kind of vitamin, if it's, if it's hard to break down, like you can uh, take our Revive uh, uh, tablet and you can just break it in half, a lot of uh, vitamins you can't even break in half. And uh, the par- problem with that is their coating is so strong on the outside that a lot of those vitamins, that before they actually break down and start to absorb into your body's system, they're about to go out of your body. So uh, a lot of us uh, wind up with, with things that we take that we don't actually get any benefits from. So you want to make sure that it has good absorption factors. Um, gel caps are always better than, uh, and, and capsules are always better normally uh, than tablets. If it's a tablet, you want to make sure if it's something you can break in half or it, it shares that it's got a very fast uh, release uh, coating on the outside, then uh, that's kind of what you want to aim at. Cause there definitely is a lot of garbage out there. And the other thing that we've, Kind of championed is that all ingredients are not created equal. The other issue in the uh, ingredient, the health supplement world, is that so many health supplements uh, they they get their ingredients from God knows where. There's thousands of suppliers for each and every individual ingredient on the market, and unfortunately, there's nothing that uh, regulates the testing for um, how pro- how uh, potent or uh, or strong those ingredients are. If they were grown in the right nutrients, uh, if they had enough enough water, if they had enough light. Uh, all those things factor into whether or not ingredients are actually going to have a good impact on your body and actually give your body what that ingredient should. So again, those are the things that we champion is that uh, our ingredients are all selected because of their potency, their absorption. Uh, those factors are things that aren't tested. And uh, when you do take ingredients from supplements that actually have high potency and purity, then your body normally will will feel it, notice it, and, uh, and give you a, a, a result that you can you can without a doubt... Uh, acknowledge and, and, and can tell the benefits from. So that's what we champion at our, our website. Again, uncorkliving.com if somebody wants to try it. And they could use the code David. I am the uh, president and founder, and that saves 20%. So,
0: Yeah, very cool. And I'm going to put a, a link to that in the description of today's podcast episode with the code there, too, so my listeners can tap in and get over there. Let me walk this over to you now. As an entrepreneur, it's something you've been doing your entire life here. You got married at a very young age, started a family young, and started a business very young. And these are all things that, Usually we're in a world here now where young men have this idea of family life is something they should want to put off till maybe way down the line, uh, you know, if at all. You know, they don't really see it as something to embrace at an early age. What were some of the challenges for you or what kind of advice do you have um, for the guys out there that are looking to start their own business while they have a young family? Because I know a lot of times they'd rather work a job they hate because of the security of it rather than take a chance on starting their own business just for the fear that they may not be able to support their family.
1: Well, every single person's story is unique. You know, for myself, um, I had answered a, uh, an ad that uh, was hiring for a sales job. Uh, it was a commission-based sales position, and uh, I figured I could, I could throw my hat in the ring and give it a shot. I found out that I was actually really good at communicating um, the benefits of, uh, of that particular piece of equipment in order to get a person to agree with me that, that uh, owning that piece of equipment was a benefit for them. And then in that exchange, a sale occurs. When that sale occurs, the commission's made. So I found out that I was really good at sales. And so I just continued to pursue it. And within two years, wound up opening my own office. And then within uh, two more years, I had two offices and was one of the number one distributors in the country representing that, uh, that company, and that equipment um, in the Western part of the United States. So what I would suggest is you know, find out what you're good at uh, you know, if it's something that you're good at, was I passionate about it? I was passionate about health. It was in the health industry, um, but uh, but I was good at it. And uh, if you if you're good at something and you can excel at something and you can, can you can grow in that uh, in, in that uh, space, you know, then you know there's nothing wrong with giving it a shot and, and starting your own company if that if that uh, uh, opportunity presents itself to you. But um, everybody's story is definitely unique. And uh, one thing is, you got to work hard. You got to have uh, the right mindset if you're going to start a business. Uh, starting a business isn't for the faint of heart because there's ups and downs, and you've got to be in it to win it. Uh, you got to know that uh, you've got what it takes, no matter what obstacles come your way, to continue to push that thing forward, um, and then uh, and then grow. Be pliable. You know, make sure you've got a good management team around you. And uh, you can't you can't do it all. You can't grow from Start up to, uh, you know, we were doing $2 million a year in sales in my peak years in a small wow. business. And uh, I had a great team that I had been able to cultivate around me of individuals that uh, were in the right positions. Um, the, there's a there's a book that talks about having the people in the right seat on the bus. I can't think of the name of it right now. Maybe you know what it is. But it, uh, it's talking about making sure that a person is in the right position for your company. So, you know, there's a lot. there We have so many tools now at our at our at Exposal from podcasts to uh, Audible to, uh, you know, 15 minute um, short replays of books that there really is no no reason why a person can't get enough information to be able to do what they want to do if they're willing to put in the time and effort to do it.
0: Yeah, incredible, David, very encouraging as well. And let me rein this back into you as a dad here. What, What type of disciplinarian were you as a dad with the girls growing up? And is it different than the discipline style you grew up with? Nothing beats an American flag made in the USA, right? Well, how about an American flag made in the USA by veterans out of duty-worn fatigues from all branches of the military? That is exactly what you get with combat flags. Combat flags are handcrafted from duty-worn fatigues and offer a tangible piece of freedom to the American people. Each flag is accompanied by a professionally designed and printed card that tells the story of service of a soldier, marine, airman, sailor, or coastie who wore the fatigues used to make the flag. They are the real deal, Dad, so what are you waiting for? Visit CombatFlags.com and use the promo code FATHER, and First Class Fatherhood listeners will save 10% off their purchase. Veteran-owned, American-made. CombatFlags.com, promo code FATHER. What what type of disciplinarian were you as a dad with the girls growing up, and is it different than the discipline style you grew up with?
1: Yeah, my discipline style when I grew up was um, more more shouting, you know, don't do that, get out of there, you know, or what's going on, and then uh, and then I'd get the belt, and that was of course until you know until I was an early teenager, and then I was a little bit too big for that. Uh, then it was groundation. So with our girls, what we encouraged was uh, uh, timeouts. You know, if it was really something they did that was just ornery or wrong or whatever, we would just talk to them. You know, I, we really tried not to yell at them. We tried not to be reactionary, emotional uh, uh, over towards the kids, um, but just, you know, talk to them. You know, why did you do that? That didn't that hurt somebody else's feelings, explaining what, you know, what their actions did to somebody else. And then showing and then having a consequence behind it with without emotion. OK, well, then, you know, what what comes with that is going to be, you know, you putting your nose in the corner and a timeout because that kind of behavior, you know, is, is deserves to have for you to have some time to think about it. So that was in the early years. And then, um, you know, our girls, our girls were pretty good for the most part. And they were very smart. I remember when they were about six and eight years old, we went to Disneyland and um, I said, OK, we're here for a few days. You're each going to have $100 a day. You each get 300 bucks to spend it how you want. You know, you just you just don't. don't, But don't ask me for everything under the sun. This is your money. You spend it how you want. And really quick, our oldest came back and she said, uh, she's like eight years old, maybe nine. But I think she's about eight. She said, okay, we know what we want. And I said, okay, what is it? She said, well, do we have to spend it here at Disneyland? It's our money, right? And I said, sure, okay, that's fine. Where are we going with this? And they said, okay, we don't want anything from Disneyland. I said, okay, what do you want? She said, we want cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> so they hoodwinked me in. They got the commitment. They made sure it was their money they could spend it how they want and not at Disneyland. And then they said cell phones. Well, back then they were the flip phones. They weren't smartphones that had technology for internet and all that. But uh, I said, well, you know what? It's a good way to keep track of of you and for you to get a hold of us at any time. So uh, I think some other parents, when our kids showed up to school at six and eight years old with cell phones, thought it was kind of funny, but. I try to be a a father of my word and and teach that into them. But uh, uh, So anyway, it was fun. It's been fun. And everything never stops. They're 22 and 24. Our youngest was just on a cruise that came back after a week to Long Beach. And uh, one of the individuals on the cruise uh, apparently could have had the coronavirus. So the cruise was not allowed to disembark. And they had to stay on there for a whole other day. Um, so you're, you know, you're on the phone constantly and she's calling us and showing us videos and she was able to finally disembark yesterday morning. Uh, but I'll tell you, parenting never stops, but,
0: um uh, yeah, I, I, I wanted to fast forward that a little bit because I have four children myself and my youngest is my only girl. She's five now and I'm already dreading that, that days down the line when she'll hit that uh, dating scene. You've already oh, been there with your girls. How did you kind of handle it when your girls became eligible or started, uh, you know, getting involved with
1: dating? Have you seen that movie um, Bad Boys? Yeah, a lot of people refer to that. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I I never noticed it, but my wife and daughters always told me that anytime um a boy came over that I always would get more puffed up and I'd be like, "Hey, you know, talk more gruff and uh, but just just tracking, making sure they are where they're supposed to be, you know. Your kids can be as innocent seemingly as innocent as you can think possible. And you just never know where one little root started to grow inside their head that said, they don't need to tell you everything and they can actually do something and get away with it. And uh, we were fortunate that most of the time in our, when our girls would do something like throw a party and we were out of town, uh, we'd find out about it. And so it kind of helped to support and reinforce the patent, the fact that uh, they shouldn't try to do stuff that they think they're going to get away with um, because uh, we're going to find out about it anyway. But, Hindsight, I would definitely say, you know, make sure that your, your kids are where they say they're going to be. You're talking to their uh, the other their kids' parents, uh, your 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 kids' friends' parents. Uh, if they say they're at so and so's house, make sure you connect on a you know talking basis with those parents and that uh, you're coordinating with parents. And because it's it's only it's seemingly only getting worse as far as what's going on in the world around our kids. And, uh, you know, it takes a village to raise to raise the kids. And I think that that comes in by understanding that, you know, make sure you're in the ears of the other parents that are around your kids and that you always know where your kids are at at all times. And uh, and that is your job and role as a parent. And so, you know, be forceful and make sure that it's it's happening.
0: Yeah, well said. And I think although there are some horrifying effects of the the cell phone and this whole uh, media age, I think one of the best things is that you can track them with that, uh, you know, f- friend share or whatever it is, family share. And you can see where yeah. they are at all times. So I think that's one of the best benefits of it. Yeah. Um, you got the David Harris Jr. Uh, podcast going on. What was the genesis of that? And what is it all about?
1: So David J. Harris Jr. show is on uh, iTunes, uh, Google Play, Spotify. And I cover current events. I've got a show uh, that's uh, video on Facebook, YouTube and Twitter. Uh, 6 o'clock Central Time, Texas Time, 7 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. And I cover uh, current events and news and politics because the mainstream media and the majority of the mainstream media is driven by the liberal left. They don't give us uh, the truth most of the time. They give us their perspective on the truth, and they give us their narrative. And I was so tired of hearing their narrative that I decided to start publishing my own news site. So at davidharrisjr.com, we're a news site where you can get the, the top of the news of the day, news by the hour, breaking news. And then uh, every day, Monday through Friday, I'll cover the latest uh, breaking stories or the most important stories of the last 24 hours on that. So I wanted to translate that and, and transfer that over on the podcast for those uh, uh, for, for the audience that likes to listen and doesn't always have a chance to just sit and watch. Um, and then I also do one-on-one interviews. So I've done some amazing one-on-one interviews with individuals that were with me at the White House, I've uh, interviewed Tito Ortiz, I've interviewed uh, Isaiah Washington uh, that's come out, I've interviewed some amazing people, um, and I do deep dives with them. So the, the podcast is a way for you to get the shows and the one-on-one interviews and stay up to date with what's happening and with what's, with what's important in our country.
0: Yeah, I think it's awesome that we have access to be able to get to people like you and get get a chance to hear some real news, what's going on, because I think we all kind of take it now that the mainstream media has just become almost worthless as far as news reporting. And I got a chance to see it. Uh, you mentioned there at the White House that we, I was there several times with press clearance and I'm there with the White House correspondents. And just listening to them behind the scenes, it's uh, yep. it, it's tremendous to hear the way they're shaping stories and they're not actually just reporting the news. So and and yeah. what about the what about your uh your book?
1: Uh, why I couldn't stay silent.
0: Why I couldn't stay silent. Well, what was the genesis of that and where can we find it?
1: So you can get that also on my website, davidharrisjr.com. And if you like listening to books, if you're an audible person, I did the narration for that. So that it is on audible as well. And it, uh, it covers, you know, my kind of coming out um, as a black uh, man in this country, as an American first, as a Christian uh, first, um, and then as a member of the, the black community. But as a father and a husband as well, I just shared what I thought was at stake in this country, um, what is currently at stake in this country. I've got a a, a chapter in there called What I Believe uh, that covers my faith. I talk about what I believe the new civil rights movement is, and I talk about what I believe is necessary to help uh, this country mend in a time we're so divided where we need unity again. So uh, it's a a great book. I've had nothing but amazing results uh, and uh, feedback from it. So uh, it's something that I believe and hope and so far here is waking people up to the truth of what's taking place in our country and actually bringing some unity and uh, some healing back to our country.
0: Yeah, awesome, David. And as I said before, I'm going to have the link to the podcast, the book and the website all in the description of this podcast episode so my listeners can check it out. Last thing I want to hit you with here, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for the new dad or for that about
1: to be father who's out there listening? I would just say take it one day at a time, you know, uh, it can be easy to get ahead of ourselves and think about tomorrow. Um, and I'd also say from my own perspective, appreciate, you know, each and every day that you've got with your kids, uh, whether it's one or two, but just, you know, live, try to live in the moment, try to be present when you're with your, with with your, your child and your, your spouse or wife or girlfriend, but, uh, live in the moment, enjoy each and every day, understand that that baby is an absolute gift from God and you've been tasked with the responsibility of cultivating and nurturing that child into a child that's going to be a positive member of the human race, and hopefully a child that's also going to resemble uh, the love that we get from, from God our Father. And so that's why I believe it's important that we have that uh, love coming from God our Father first, so that then we can also give it to our kids. But uh, be excited, be encouraged. It's an amazing journey. You're going to absolutely love it, but take it one day at a time and remember to rest.
0: Yeah, very well said. I love the message. This has been an honor for me. I got to say, David Harris, Jr., you're a first class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on First Class Fatherhood.
1: Absolutely, Alec. It was a pleasure being here, brother. Thank you for having me.
0: Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I gotta give a special thank you once again to David Harris Jr. for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. If you want to watch today's conversation between myself and David, you can just watch it on my YouTube channel. Hit me with a subscribe over there. And Wednesday, what a Warrior Wednesday edition I got coming for you guys. Active duty green beret and professional UFC fighter Tim Kennedy will be joining me here. And Friday, we got a fresh Frogman Friday edition of First Class Fatherhood coming out at you. Former Navy SEAL Brian Doherty will be here with me on the show. Make sure you lock locking into my Instagram account at Alec underscore Lace to find out all the upcoming guest announcements. That's all I got for you guys today. Make sure you stay healthy out there. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers.